Nando's, the home of Perry Perry Chicken. Stav, Abby and Matt. Hit 105. Hello. Thank you for downloading our podcast. Uh, this is uh, our show from today. Had lots of fun, lots of laughs. What I was doing, enjoy. that's how uh, deaf people laugh. So you're going to have to explain what you were doing because no one can see it. Kind of like jazz heads, I guess. Yes, yeah. but it's very confusing. Yeah. I didn't realise how many different dialects there can be it's with sign language. language. Yeah. Really? Yeah, there's a few. Mm. Mm. Well, right. Is that why they've called it Ausland? So now you know that, like, that's the Australian version. Yeah. But then I think there's some that are universal. Oh, I don't know. I'll well, have it to, would, I'll have you to would think it. it would be different. It, like, there's different languages. Yeah. They would have to be. My a different... son will sign language. Like, he'll use sign language to talk to me because he's when he's unhappy. School. Yeah, when he's unhappy, he'll spell it out because he can spell out swear words. My sister and my, and my husband my, talks it a bit. My sister and my mum learned it, mm. and then they would sit in the room with me in the middle, sign languaging and laughing. No. Yeah, because remember, I told you, I, I didn't know my yeah. husband had done some of it. So he walked yeah. up to this guy at yeah, the you football. Were mortified. And I was mortified because yeah. he was blind drunk. Mm. And I thought, is he having a go at this guy? So he walks up to this guy. It looks like they were like fighting and stuff like that. And he's doing this sign language or thing. And I thought, is he having a go at him? This is so embarrassing. I'm going to have to leave. And then he called me over and then he introduced me and they both signed right. and laughed about me the whole time. Yeah. Wow. Feeling, like, isn't it? What is going uh, on? And I walked away and he goes, Oh, I used to work with him on the work site. God, he's a funny guy. I was like, Okay, cool. Do you think if you signed while you were drunk, you would still slur? Well, I wanted to know if Scotty has an accent when he's signing, dear, because he's so relaxed. Yeah. I wonder if he's relaxed with his sign language and you can pick up the It's ochre. kind of like a yeah. accent. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. We should we should have someone on. Yeah. To chat about it. Do you and mind then, if I ask? And then we'll put him in the podcast. Which you're listening to We're now. We're going to have someone to translate it, like to sign. Well, a lot of the signers can hear because they just listen to what's happening and sign. Yeah. They don't all, have to look at the guy the whole time. I mean, I didn't say anything. Uh-huh. You guys are just assuming what I'm thinking. Well, everyone's different. And you're right. We would have to choose someone who is not impaired but could explain it. Yes. Because it would be hard to have someone sign it and then the person speak it and then we say it to them and then they sign it back. Like, it would just be a very long conversation yeah, for could, radio. You could, uh, you could edit that out. No, you just get the person. Uh, you just get the middleman. Yeah, that's, that's, that was what my face said. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, well look we've worked that it. segment out. Yeah. We'll, we'll get that on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's get into today's podcast. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hey, congratulations to everyone that went along to the Echo. Perfect weather, they're saying, has made it a record for Brisbane. Wow. Wow. Busy on Saturday. Yeah, well, they're saying back in 2011, uh, there was 413 people that went through, uh, 400,000, I okay. should say. 413 is a bit slow. And that was a record, and they're saying that that's because um, to do with the floods, you know, at the start of the year, and they were like, people want to sort of, you know, go back, I guess, to enjoying themselves mm-hmm. and forget, so they went there. But they're saying that this year has just beat that. It's 415. Must have been the handball. I think it was a handball. I think it was a handball. The drawer of the ball, I believe they'll call it. 2018, <laughs> well, the drawer of the ball. They're saying that because more people had their flu shots as well, because last oh, yeah. year there was a bit of a flu scare, so a lot of people didn't want to go, but they're saying this year. But you know the stats that I always love is how much people ate. Oh, yeah. There's, there's a lot of different foods there. Yeah. But you know how they count them all up? And I just like this. Like Dagwood dogs. They've got here how many Dagwood dogs were eaten? 20,000. No, I'm going to... What? 20,000? Uh, more, more, more. Uh, did you have one? No. Oh. 281,000. 
is my guess. Oh, you're doing well. A bit. 220. Oh, it's oh. close. 220,000, that's a lot. Strawberry Sundays. Strawberry Sundays? Okay, so I, obviously my first one was way too low. Uh, 350,000. <laughs> no, no, you've gone too high. Oh, God, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> 206,221. 180,000. Oh, I'm getting close. Yeah, you are getting close. They're saying how many volunteers helped out. They're saying that 220 million plus was generated for the Brisbane economy. That's good. Which right. is pretty cool. How many volunteers? So people volunteer there. Yeah, all those, those strawberry don't get Sundays. Yeah, they're, they're all volunteers. volunteers. And there's a lot of different people that volunteers. Yeah, well, what does so- that raise? Actually, that, yeah, it's charity. St. Vincent's the Pauls, isn't it? Uh, no, the hospital. Um, oh, God, sorry. <laughs> All right. uh, it's a good call. I'm going back to when I purchased my four. <laughs> I saw it on there and I'm like, hey, 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 hun, I have to eat these many. It's for a good it's for charity. <laughs> charity. For charity. There's no calories for charity. Uh, the cheese toasties. Uh-huh. You uh, went through the Woolworths Pavilion, you know, the, the food pavilion. Uh-huh. 101,000. 40. Yeah, 40,000. Yeah, yeah, right. right. You guys are really... I'm out. I don't even get to guess anymore. Oh, oh no, Stav, you're back. You're okay. back. How many um, schooners of beer? Oh, they all drank pints, so none. <laughs> 120,000. Now, nah, more than that. I Come don't on. Know. I don't... How many then? Imagine, this, okay, this imagine. Is your forte. Apparently not. Are we going to say that uh, 400,000 stabs went through? <laughs> we're going to say, say that, that, that stabs were there, yeah. Okay, 400,000 stabs. 210. 210,000 plus schooners and 43,000 cans of rum. Wow. Wow, yeah. And Brisbane. No, and yeah. no fights. Woo! Well done. No, yeah. but the fireworks did catch on fire last night as they wrapped things up. <laughs> yeah. So they were and, hitting the tins, And they're saying the that the Birdie rats. Beetle was the most popular uh, he, I heard favorite. he sold a lot. Yes. <laughs> 250,000. That's a lot. That is pretty good, isn't it? Oh, well, there you go. There you go. Congratulations if you contribute to those stats. Uh, I gets, did. You did? The, sco- did. the schooners the or the birdie beetles? <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Things you can say in bed. Uh, and on The Bachelor set, that could make absolute sense. Now, yes. I reckon we could go even on the TV show or as just filming. Imagine that. All right, guys, that was really good, but we're going to need to film that again. See? <laughs> that's <laughs> good. Well, I started with 25 women, and now it's down to just you and me. (laughs) That's romantic. (laughs) The 131060 on The Bachelor and in the bedroom. Joe from Jimboomba. Hey, you go. Yeah, good. Um, uh, Like a red up a drain pot. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes. He's gone with the honey badger saying. Yeah, it's very well done. Topical. Can you say that in the... Oh, you can say, yeah. You see what he's doing there? It's very hot and heavy in the bedroom talk, isn't it, really? Well, you you would have to say, I'm going like a rat up a drain pipe, because if you were commenting on someone else going like a rat up a drain pipe, that would assume that you're the person in the corner of the room watching what's going on, and that's where it gets weird. I think my husband's competing with The Bachelor at the moment for saying since he's come on. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Yeah, my husband's got a few more ones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 131060, what can you say in the bedroom and on The Bachelor that makes complete sense? Peter, good morning. Morning. Um, I don't remember putting that camera there. (laughs) (laughs) But the light's on. (laughs) Seriously, the red light means it's off. (laughs) (laughs) All right, 131060, if you want to get involved here. Uh, Kaya, morning. Morning. Hey, Kaya, what can you say in the bedroom and also on The Bachelor? Two of you are going home tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good 
Yes. It's brutal. <laughs> that, would, that would say that there's some left, though. What's going on? Diane from Boondle, what can you say on The Bachelor and in the bedroom? There's only one cock in this hen house. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. It yes, is a honey can. badger. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It is. Oh, you know what? What? I just love when you're playing this game and you can see someone's called up, yeah. but they haven't put it across, so you know it's so filthy it can't go to air. Let's They're just see. sitting in the queue over the other side. <laughs> uh, Sue, morning. Hi. Hey, Sue, what can you say in the bedroom and also in The Bachelor? Hey, look, my boobs don't move. Ouch. <laughs> or no, or compliment. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Can you make your headline ring? You can ask us anything. 13, 10, 60, that's our number. Brizzy, we'd love to chat to you this morning. Uh, best callers who get on the air, they're going to go and check out uh, the C-Deck. You and three friends, direct from LA, R&B sensation Rick Bellinger is going to be on there, cdeck.com to buy your tickets. That place is amazing. Yeah. Hey, James, in Albany Creek, first calls, the show is yours. What do you want to talk about? Morning, guys. Hey, um, this morning, I um, would love to talk about chivalry and um, the, the fact that it's starting to die off and that it needs to be brought back. What happened? Yes, James, talk to me more about it. Oh, just in my life, I'm a big fan of um, of chivalry, and I guess um, the simple things in life, like letting uh, the female go through the door first, yeah. or opening the car door for the woman, or or getting up on a train or a bus for the pregnant or the elderly or the women. So, yeah. a bit of chivalry in life. Um, the younger uh, generation of men coming through, I think, just need a, a reminder and a, mm. a kick yeah. up the the backside. On that though, I do agree with you. Uh, in manners in general, people probably need to have. But do you think now maybe younger generations are more worried that they're going to get? I'm an independent woman. But you don't. Ask. You don't need to That's help what, me. No one asks. They yeah, always but just you presume it. You think you're going to get in trouble, some guys. But then just say, look, I'd love to open the door for you. Is that a big issue? Do you know for a year I was dating a guy and he used to always open the car door for me um, when I got out. Until you broke up he and run he around. slammed it. No, I didn't realise after a year he's like, I've got to take that door in to get fixed. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't open it from the inside. It was his old MG that he had. Oh, and I was like, brilliant. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you knew that you knew the relationship was wrapping up when you said, "Just wind down the window, babe, and let yourself out." But That's yeah, no, hilarious. it's a good point. I understand what you're saying. A lot of guy, girls could get offended by it, but sometimes yeah. it's just a conversation. Yeah, yeah. But it's, then it makes it weird. Hey, I'm going to open the door for you if you're okay with that. No, well, you no. Just, I, I, I'm a door opener, and I'm a, I'm yeah. a big on the chivalry thing. And you just if you do it once and this person doesn't like it, then you just don't do it for them again. Yeah, yeah. shut it on them, Jade. <laughs> Yes. You're on the air. What do you want to chat about? So, I have a dilemma. Yeah. Yes. R&B Fridays is the same day as my daughter's school formal. Oh. Ah, well, sucks to be her, doesn't no. it? Yeah, but you can still go, right? <laughs> no. Oh, because you've got to go and take well, photos, of course. No, I have, I have tickets, uh-huh. but the time has changed. Oh, oh on her oh. formal. No, for the R&B Fridays, I thought it was listed as six. Now it's four, so now oh. I can't go. Oh. Can't you like? Can't you be a happy mum, take photos, send her off, and then go? Well, that's my theory too. <laughs> <laughs> what is <Yeah>. she saying? <laughs> but so is am I going to be the worst parent in the world if I don't go? No, no, no. no. You just rock. I think if what time does the formal start? 
5.30. Why do you Perfect. have to go to the football? No, she doesn't. She needs to be there for yeah. it, take the photos, mm. get the right Instagram ones, uh, take her there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Is um, that right, Jade? Yes. There's, there's like a, a photos certificate and then that's it. Hang on. Is it dinner or anything. Year 10 or year 12? 12. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Tells me it's the biggest day of her life. I know, yeah. Offer her some money. Just tell her, hey, I'll give you some money and I won't come. That'll, that'll sort her out. Hey, I offered to pay for Scully's accommodation and that didn't even work. Oh. Yeah. Nah, you have oh. to go. Either, I think, I think Jade, or... you're going to have to yeah. go. Just get there a little bit later. There'll still be stuff happening at RB But Friday. then it'll be time to pick your daughter up. Oh, God, this kid I is don't a have to pick up, but I want to see everybody. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jade, you just need to decide what do you love more, R&B or your daughter? Uh, 50-50. <laughs> <laughs> R&B it is. We'll see you there at the front of the gate. Tyler, hey, buddy, what do you want to chat about? Hey, uh, so I went to Pink on Saturday night, and you'll never guess what happened. What, what happened? What, what, what? Uh, I was right against the stage, and during one of the songs, I held up a pen, and she signed my wrist, and I went and got it tattooed That's yesterday. Yeah. Yes, well done. well done. Yeah, there's a, yeah. so many people had pens holding it up, but she didn't sign oh, yeah. it. Yeah, does it look yeah. good? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, pink and black. It looks really good. I can send some photos through. Yes, yeah, dude. Yeah, a lot of people had, like, and a lot of people gave gifts when I went on Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so people, to me had T-shirt. Yes. Uh, people oh. were throwing teddies at her yeah. as well, and she was so used to it, she wouldn't even miss a beat during her song. No, She'd just pick it up and then pass it to the security. Yep. So she kept everything was, to take uh, back. It was amazing. She Gosh. didn't do an Aussie and crack, crack it at everyone. She, honestly, <laughs> she was so amazing. I, I got a lot of message from people that went to gigs saying that we need to debrief after the concert because you feel just sad that yep. it's over uh, yeah I, I went home and I, I couldn't sleep i was buzzing yeah, yeah. So, what do you think yeah. she's doing with all these presents going to a facebook marketplace and making a fortune <laughs> oh yeah but i think yeah. she goes back and she reads every letter and Probably, every but then card. what are you going to do with them you got a whole bunch of teddy bears you can't incinerator carry- yeah, yeah. <laughs> well you can't travel with it all no you, get, you carry on and be insane by the end well of then look gig. at lifeline over the next couple of days, yeah. <laughs> she's about to leave Frizzy. Uh, good on you. Thanks to everyone who called. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Australia's favourite drama series, Doctor Doctor. Doctor Doctor himself, Roger Corsa. Yeah, Roger Corsa, he is on the air. Good morning, buddy. Good morning, how are we? Good, loving the show. It's tonight, 8.40, Channel 9. Doctor Doctor, I will admit though, I record it and watch it a couple of days later so I can fast forward the ads. Yeah, well, yeah, can't blame you for that. <laughs> Although he's very passionate about the show. He likes he to is. talk about it as if it's, like, real life. You're like, okay, cool. That's, uh, yeah, no, we, we well, get that. Well, it is real life. What are you talking about? Yes, no, no, you're right. As, how's the documentary going? Um, but filming it, though, I, I know it's weird asking actors about, you know, the drought, but whereabouts is it filmed and has it been, like, affected by the conditions? Yeah, we, we film out of Mudgy. Um... Uh, yes, yeah, so we definitely have seen the difference between Series 1 and Series 3. Yeah. And actually, I'm in Dubbo at the moment. I'm about to head off to the Today Show uh, telephone perspective. Uh, oh, yeah. Great. Throughout the yeah. So I'm um, about to go and do that. So, uh, no, we've definitely seen it. And, uh, and even we're shooting down in Camden, which is only about an hour sort of south of Sydney. And um, we have a big, our big dam out there. And we couldn't really shoot in it this year because it was too low. Yeah, right. And you'd have to, like, adjust some of the seeds too, wouldn't you? Because you if, if it was supposed to be a rainy day, you'd have to go, let's just... Ditch that. We don't want to yeah. rub it into people around the place. Well, well, well lucky on Aussie Telly, usually it's eternal spring. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on, on, on most shows. So yeah. it kind of fits to that. There's plenty of blue sky in our show, which is good. 
Hey, um, this is a weird sort of obsession that I, I will admit I got into, and that's looking up people's net worth online because they're always so different. Did you know that there's a website reporting that you're worth $63 million? <laughs> oh, um, the secret's well, must out. Be a, uh, it must be a relative I don't know about or something that has just passed away, so uh, I'll have to investigate that. <laughs> Look at Roger going, and I'm going to the telephone thing today. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're going to ask for... If, they're going to ask you for about half my net worth. I've so. told you that website's bollock. Yeah, no, don't it's, ruin it. It's like, it's, you know... It's way too low for Roger. He's much higher. <laughs> well, because, you know, people who, people who appear on Aussie TV are usually so loaded. Yeah. Because, yes. you know, people come all around the world to work at Aussie TV because it's so lucrative. Hey, you got <laughs> nominated for the Gold Logie this year. That must have raked in a few yeah. dollars. Uh, it got me a uh, free flight to the Gold Coast uh, with my wife, which yeah. was good. And uh, we got put up at a nice hotel and uh, spent, a, spent a bit of a weekend away from the kids. So that was good. So there, there were a few perks, I suppose. Yeah. Did you feel like wasted? Because everyone that is going for it, you have to have a speech written. You just have to have something. Did you feel like uh, you want to use that for someone else? Like, uh, I, 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 I didn't really have a speech at all. Look, they said if the show won, I would have to get up maybe some things. So I had my sort of my thank yous sort of uh, in my head, uh, but but no sort of uh, great story or anything. So it would have been pretty pretty boring if I won. But uh, no, the Grant Grant uh, gave a great speech. He so did. Yeah. And what do you mean, Abs? Like re. Use it for sort like no, like get bonus points with your wife after uh, pull it out of your yeah. pocket when you get home in the hotel room and say, "Look, this is what I was going to say uh, about right. you." Oh, you yeah. Yeah. You know, I could have should have done that. Absolute babe, it was all about you. All about you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, on the show, uh, it's taken an interesting turn, and we're, we're going to open up phones on this uh, thirteen ten sixty. You essentially, your character is the the surgeon brother who. Look, no one really likes him in the family because he took off and caused some trouble. But then when you return, um, Dad passes away and gives all of the farm and the fortune to you, and everyone's not happy about that. Well, they're, they're, I think they're happy because Dad also left about four million bucks worth of debt. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go, yeah, you can go and just fix that for us. So, um, which you know, it's a great premise for our show because the last place he wants to be is actually in the, in the town of my hope. Yeah. So he wants to be back in the big smoke. So it's a great premise to uh, to sort of uh, keep him stuck there uh, against his will. So um, yeah, he's, there's a lot for him to do this year. Have you ever been left something like something in a will that you didn't know you were getting? Uh, no, but. Uh, but, you know, mum and dad are just retired, so I'll have to see what they've got in store, you know? <laughs> <laughs> my sister comes uh, to me the other day. Too, so they're probably listening. So, yeah, uh, yeah. That's true. My sister comes to me the other day and goes to me, by the way, I just made you executor of my will. If me and my husband die, you get our kids. And I was like, can I say no to that? Like, are you allowed to decline? <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to visit them, but uh, maybe, uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> But that, that's a big one. That's a big responsibility. It no, is. but all of a sudden um, you started it, taking your sister's health very seriously, yes, didn't you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Roger Corsa, Dr. Doctor, it's tonight, 8.40, Channel 9. Buddy, thanks for calling through. Nice to talk to you this morning. You too. Thanks, guys. Uh, good on you, mate. Let's open some calls on this one. 13, 10, 60. We're just wondering, has anyone ever found out that they... They became executor of a will and or... have you had to use it? Because you're under yeah. the impression that you're like... You, you're taking it very seriously. Yeah, yeah. You've been... it's very responsible. I know, but I always go like I was with my brothers and I was like, oh, he'll be fine. Well, that's, You're you healthier never... than me. You never think they're going to die. Yeah. But then I was like, has someone become executor and then one day they've gone, oh, now I actually have to follow through with what I promised? Yeah, yeah. No, your luck, Maddie. All the kids have left home. You sit back. You're about to relax. Uh-oh, I've got all your kids and it's all just started again. Didn't think about that, did you?
No, he's lucky it's his older sister. Uh, Can you unsign a document? Is that possible? If they drop a new one. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Give their inheritance. An inheritance. Decided not to leave any of their money to their two kids. Ooh. 131060. Are they good or bad when you're executor of a will? My sister's made me the executor of hers. I get all her cash, her house, her cars, her kids. I think the cash is to look after the kids, by the way, just putting it forward. Oh, not for me? Nah. Oh, right. <laughs> it just gets worse and worse. This deal just keeps getting worse and worse. <laughs> I don't know. I just it was. I thought everything would go to my mum, to be honest. My mum doesn't know about this yet, so she's going to be livid. She does now. But we went on 131060. Have you been the executive of a will? Carbon at Oxley, you have? I haven't, no, but my father, um, my father's mother passed away last week uh-huh. and his brother is the executor of the estate and uh, there's about four other siblings in the family and they were all under the understanding that they were going to get their fair share uh-huh. into the will, yeah. into the estate. Turns out the brother had the estate changed <gasps> all to go to him. Oh, How no. can you do that? Are yeah. they going to contest it, or you don't know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, they're going to because there's his my father's oldest brother passed away, and so the kids aren't getting anything. Uh, yeah. It's all just going to him, so it's quite selfish. Yeah, because it get messy. It does, and I think it's strange that money can really change people. You know, like um, you think that it, the death would be something that brings everyone together. But it's not people actually, when people get that old, they go, oh, well, there's money in it for me here. Greed changes people. And I think, yeah, the possibility of getting more money. They're like, "Mm, I love my family, but not that much. I like the money better. Ben, in Pimpamar, have you been the executive? Uh, Yeah, my my grandmother passed away. I was an executive of my grandmother's will. Um, because my they didn't trust my auntie with it, so they took my dad and my auntie out of the will altogether and just dispersed the funds to the grandkids. Uh-huh. Uh, when she passed away two years ago, um, my auntie fought to be uh, the to be part of the uh, the outlays and everything like yeah. that. Uh, went to court, uh, costly matter, uh-huh. and uh, she she ended up losing because obviously because my dad wasn't in the will either. But that's caused a huge rift in my family. My mm-hmm. cousins don't talk to me anymore. Uh, everything because um, I didn't let their mum have her way with the uh, with my okay. grandmother's wishes. But then, yeah, you're just following the wishes, and it's weird these days that I always thought a will was final, but now you can contest it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it was, it was something that um, you know, like it, it ended up probably costing me about oh, the, it came out of the money of the will, but it cost about ten thousand oh, dollars. Yeah, right. Um, nice, you know, it? it was crazy. Maybe that's why my in-laws have uh, just gone away touring America and Canada. They're just spending all their cash to avoid any fights when they pop <laughs> off. we got nothing, kids. There's no point fighting about it. <laughs> uh, Nikki, morning. Hi, how are you going? Good. Good. What are your thoughts on this? You think I've got it wrong? Yeah, you got it wrong. <laughs> what, what have the, I got wrong? Well, the executor actually executes the will. Uh-huh. So whatever the um, person says they want done in their will, that is what the executor actually does. So she may make you the executor, but says she's going to leave it all to her kids in trust. So then you have to manage that trust until her kids are old enough to take the money. Nikki, so Maddie didn't get the money. Yeah, Maddie didn't read it. He just <laughs> no, signs I didn't it. I think if you had read it, you would have realised there's sign. no benefit in it for you at all. Yeah, because no, executive. No. Yeah, so what you're doing is you just follow the orders of what's in the will. Basically, that's your job. 
correct. Yeah, right. Can you do stuff in there like, you know, like obviously you're dead, but you can still mess with people. Like Maddie has to read this out with no pants on at the... You know, can you do that sort of stuff? I don't think so. All right, Nikki. Without <laughs> We're talking to Nikki. Like, did you want him to, Stan? <laughs> did you want him to? I don't. I don't not want him to. <laughs> all right. Well, I have to. I should probably get a copy of it then and double check what I've signed, haven't oh, I? You didn't get a copy. Probably a good idea. Probably. Thank you, Nikki. You didn't get a copy. Yeah. No. I just. She said, if I die, we have my kids. And you I was went, like, sure. Sure. Well, well, I'd cooked a roast pork that night, and I was my crackling. I was checking on my crackling inside. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, my signature. I'm out of here. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. How's this? Phone calls obsolete. They're obsolete now to make phone calls. You might find this surprising because you might be a phone call person, but uh-uh. they're no, no, you're not. You never have been. <laughs> but they're saying now with millennials, they don't know how to make phone calls anymore because smartphones have absolutely killed it. So now you either send a text message, you even do voice texts are even more popular, which is when you hold down the phone, yeah. say it, and then send it, and the other person can do the same. I'd even say voice text is done. The amount of people who want to message via Facebook these days. Oh, they that's just, huge. Facebook and Instagram, yeah. they don't even worry about that. You don't have to share your numbers anymore. A couple of years ago, I used to mock Stav over here for making notes every time we made a phone call. Like if he had to book his car in for tyres, that used to take you a couple of days. He used to have to get everyone to clear the room. He'd write down notes and he'd be like, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this. And he'd put on your phone voice. Yes, I put on my phone voice. Which is, hello, my name is Stav. I was wondering. Yeah. Thank you for not mocking me about that anymore. No, no, and I've moved on. Many different other things. Yeah, to mock me exactly, exactly. But now I've become that as well because now I I have on my phone like, don't leave a voicemail. I won't reply back. You know, I, that makes me leave a voicemail, and I never listen to it. <laughs> so I'm always like, send me a text or an email. And because I'm not used to it, I've started to become fearful of phone calls, and I'm not making them. Oh, you're one of them. Oh, I'm one it's of them. It's only happened recently, and I said to Stav, I've got to make a phone call because I knew that he would understand. He goes. Yeah, okay, so you got to lock in a time. Yeah, I said, lock yes, in I'm going to lock in time. He goes, lock it in with me. And it was going to be Thursday at 11 a.m. Yes. Something came up. Uh-huh. That was two weeks ago. Yes. And I'm you a... still haven't made that phone call? I haven't. So this is your issue. I'm a ringer. Do you reckon it's too late? Why did you give me that face? That's is it too it's late? a long time. Because you just sit around. Like, why text for three days about something? Whereas if you, fun. If you, you ring someone. You don't have to talk. You, you never know what you're going to get into when you talk to someone face to face. You end up signing up. Last time I answered a number on my phone that I didn't recognise, which was only a couple of weeks ago, I ended up changing my energy subscriber to my house and I don't even know how that happened. Yeah, but you can just hang up on them. <laughs> Halfway through, if you get done, you just go, I've got to go, see ya, bang, hang up. But this is what I, I hate, the back and forward texting for three hours when you just ring someone, yeah, because have a five-minute conversation. You'll do that thing sometimes, mm. which is against the rules. If I text you, sometimes you'll call me back. Yes. And I'm like, that is not the it's... interaction we're having at this stage. It's text. If we I wanted, wanted to, to call, talk to you about this. We would have called. Well, I don't want to text you. Well, I, want to, just... I want to call you and talk about it. I, I don't want to have to check my phone for the next two hours wondering if you've texted back. You love my bubbles. You've always said you love my bubbles. <laughs> but it's, we're not alone. Over 60% of Aussies are now saying that they avoid calling. They'll choose to text, use message apps or emails, a preferred way to do it. They're avoiding it. That, right. that, uh, that other one, you, you do have to, you have to make that call. You do have to do that one. That's... I'm going to email. Can I email? No, that's a call. What's it about? Call. Well, there's a few people I have to at the moment. Call back. All right, let's play a little game. To call or not to call? That is the question. Very Shakespearean. What are you waiting on? Would you have to call or text? My nana, I have to call. But it's hard. I love my nana, 
But over the years, she's changed a lot. And now she's getting very uh, bitter uh-huh. and yes. annoyed. And every time I call her, it's this big lecture about how no one cares about her. We never go and see her. She just wants to disappear. So and it's just, it's a guilt thing every time. So I, t- I, I told my mum that I tell her that I've been texting her and she hasn't got it. So she went in to Telstra to get her phone fixed. <gasps> you are such How a old is she? How old is she? 90. Yeah, you've got to call her. Yeah, that's a phone call. Yeah. Uh, you've got to ring. If you leave it too long, then you don't get a chance. Next oh, one. Oh, ouch. I'll do that today. That's the 11 a.m. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the next one is um Tommy G. From Have You Been Paying Attention? Yeah, yeah. He's the guy who hosts it, Tommy Gleisner. Yes. yes. And he's a lovely guy. Yeah. And I was supposed to go on the show, and then dates changed, and then I thought I was too pregnant to go on it, so I said I want to leave it, and I feel bad. And he's so professional that um, he called me, so I, sh- I should call him and say that to him? No, nah, that's a text. That's a text. He's not a text. I can't text him. You I could text. not text him. So you no. know the answer to this. That's a call. That's a call. I have to make that one. Unless I can email. Do you think emails? Yeah. Just say, uh, sorry, pregnant, can't be bothered to come on your show. That's rude. Text. It's rude to not call your grandmother and make her feel like she's got Alzheimer's because you're lying to her That was the texting. only one I felt comfortable with. <laughs> Any other situation? Yeah, the other one is a girl called Michelle, uh, and I met her on a plane recently. Nah, you don't have to even bother and her about that. we swapped numbers. No, because uh, her husband um, was a plumber that I wanted to get in contact with, oh. and she was really nice, and we swapped numbers. So you, you want the husband to do a cashy for you? No, not at all. We just want to get his advice. But I also liked her, but I've been waiting for her to call me. Oh, now nah, you got to call her. Can't I send a text? No. Why? Because Why? you want it's her... It's a new friend. I should... Exactly. I would you, text that one. Te- I'd text. Yeah. You want her husband to do a favour, so you got to go above and beyond to be super nice. Nah, but you work up to that. You text a few times, and eventually you call her, then you say, hey, by the way, that's a long term. That'll a take a month. a new friend. Yeah, that'll a take a A new friend. Aren't you allowed to... A new friend and you call, that's that's full on. Yeah, that's too full that's on. That's like going into the dating world and calling someone. That's like calling someone the next day after a first date. <gasps> How desperate you want to look. I would. I know, you I'm would. Sure. Yeah. Amateur. You really? would never. No, you so, would never call someone after a first date. To recap, call Tommy G and tell him that you're sorry that you don't call him often enough and that you yep. love him. Call your grandma, <laughs> tell her that you need the plumbing help. And uh, call your new friend, Michelle, and tell her Say, that you can't do it. I hope your health is okay. <laughs> yeah, and I won't be doing Have You Been Paying Attention. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. Hey, uh, each day we do this. We give you the letter um, to practice for Alpha Bucks the following day. Eight o'clock every morning is when we play. Name an animal starting with R. Rhinoceros. Good one. Name a cartoon character. Roger Rabbit. Good one. <laughs> I love that movie. Name a colour, starting with R. Red. Name a vegetable. A radish. Mm-hmm. Is rhubarb a vegetable? Would you Is consider that, fruit? that? It's a fruit. It's a fruit, is it? Yeah. Name a city. Uh, uh, Radelaide. Um, <laughs> Reykjavik. Reykjavik? Where's Reykjavik? Capital of Iceland. Um, there you go. All right, well, Alpha Bucks, it's tomorrow at 8. Staff, Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Here we go, money time, Brizzy. $10,000 is on the line every time we play. And don't forget, if you want to practice to win your cash, we give away the letter in the podcast the day before. So it's in the middle. Scroll to the middle if you want to get to that. So listen to all of it. Mel from Paradise Point. Good morning. You got through. Oh, really? No. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, you did. That's the hardest part of this competition. You're going to walk away with some money in 30 seconds' time. How much of it is up to you? You're going to get a letter from Abby. Every answer must start with that letter. 50 bucks per question you get right. 10 Gs if you get them all correct. Mel. 
Yes. Mel, your letter this morning is O for Oliver. Okay. Okay. Good one. <laughs> Does that count? No. 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 <laughs> We're going to start now. Name a fruit. Olive. Name a type of bird. Owl. Name a biscuit. Oreo. Name something we need to live. Oxygen. Name a shape. Oval. Name any city in the world. Uh, Oslo. Name a music group. Pass. Name something in the kitchen. Pass. Name a Brisbane suburb. Pass. Name a month. October. You were doing so well. <laughs> so well. I, don't, I need clarification on this. Olive is a fruit. Yes. Yay. Okay, then. Uh, yay. $300 then, Mel. Well done. Oh, my God. Thank you. You were flying for a second there. I thought you were going to take it out. Yeah. I got nervous halfway through. Yeah. $300. Well done. Well done. That's awesome. Thanks, guys. I'll go through the couple that you did pass on. Uh, name a musical group. You can have One Direction. Something in the kitchen. You could have had Oven. So there you go. Yeah, I should have. Yeah, you should have. <laughs> yeah. And there we go. We'll play 8 o'clock tomorrow. 10000 bucks on the line every single time we play. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Oh. The drought that our farmers are facing. The worst drought in 50 years. Like Grant Daniel, good morning. Hold on. Fifth generation farmer. Yeah. Situation's pretty chronic right now for Queensland yeah. And, yeah. and New South Wales as well. Most parts of the state are drought declared or about to be. But mental health is really chronic. We're losing a lot of farmers, yeah. unfortunately, to suicide. My wife and I are sort of banding together and we're fundraising to put counsellors on the ground that go and visit farmers because yeah. farmers don't ask for help. It's gonna hurt for a time. day by day. We don't know what our future holds here at the moment. Uh, we're in a very difficult time to find feed to feed our cows. At the moment, we've run out of feed this morning. We're lucky last night we found a load of hay. Otherwise, our cows would be starving. We're entering our sort of fifth or sixth year of uh, adverse drought, and that's having a big impact uh, not only on people on the land, but on small and big businesses in these regional towns. Now, Sheena, I believe your family has been in the farming industry for many, many years. Yeah, no, we, uh, four generations, the Gefford family have been into farming, yeah. Is this so, the worst you've seen? Yeah, yeah, no, it is the worst by far. I've never seen it as dry. We've never ran out of water like this. You've lost people quite close to you through all of this, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, we've lost people that we know and um, they can't take the pressure anymore. It is extremely tough and farmers are very proud. They're not one to complain and they're not one to ask for a handout or, or you know, go into town and see a counsellor, but, yeah, things are bad. Jack, I believe you're only 10 years old, is that right? Hi. You've had an amazing idea to help the farmers, haven't you? I thought of an idea called a fiver for a farmer. Bring in a $5 note and you get you get to dress up as a farmer and it's all for a good cause. It is very it's good amazing. cause. It's amazing. Do you want to get involved with Five for a Farmer? Yes, most definitely. We're supporting Five for a Farmer. We're raising money for a good cause. We've already made a donation and we hope you can too. Hello, it's Five Seconds of Summer. We support it and we hope that you do as well. Samantha Jade here. Pop sensation Katie Perry. Of course I'll dress up like a farmer. Take that, drought.
How does this feel, knowing that people are thinking of you addressing as a farmer and donating $5? It's a massive pick-me-up to realise that people haven't forgotten about us. Going to so much effort, donating the money, it just gives you the strength just to keep going. And Hit 105 have done a great job getting that awareness out there. Like, we, we could, we'll never be able to pay you back, but we're so... You don't have so, to, um, Hit 105's Fiverr for a Farmer. Thank you so much. Yeah, brilliant day, Friday, and the brains behind it, 10-year-old Jack is in the studio this morning. Hey, Jackie boy. Hi, guys. <laughs> we want to say a big thank you to you for giving us the idea um, in the first place, Fiverr for a Farmer. Yeah, it was really, really fun, and I was really glad that you guys got, I think, all of Brisbane to do it. Yeah, a lot, yeah. Of, a lot of people. Are you, are you very happy with the way it's gone? It's gone really well. Yeah, it's really, really exciting. Have you had any farmers reach out to you and your parents to say thank you? Um, yeah, I met a few farmers, um, a few kids on the farm. That was really, really fun in Bathurst. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. And um, I met three kids named Jock, Tully and Tex. Uh-huh. And they were really, really nice and they were telling me how bad it was. And they told me that they had 150 cattle. And I, I thought that was a lot, but really they actually have normally a lot more than that. Right. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. Um, so uh, we wanted to get you in this morning, Jack, uh, because we wanted to tell you, have you here while we update the tally of money? Because we haven't, we had no idea how much money we had made so far. Are you ready to hear this? Yep. Now this I is sure. only this is only so far, okay? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So because people um, still, you know, like on the weekend they get preoccupied, yeah. they've got to go Monday and load it up, you know. Uh, okay. So yeah. via credit card, so everyone who's gone on credit card, yeah. uh, we've raised twenty one thousand two hundred and eighty three dollars and twenty cents. Oh, that's so much. <laughs> so that's just credit. Obviously, yeah. people took $5 notes and stuff like that, so none of that money's been counted yet. Yes, and there's so many schools all around the place yeah. that, yeah, for their kids, they got over 2000 for each school. And just to kind of put it in perspective, Hungry Jacks came on board, all of Queensland, Hungry Jacks, right? And they've put their money over, but it hasn't come into the account yet because it's a direct debit. It takes a few days to clear. They raised $21,572 on top of that money. That we're waiting to get. So we are well over $42,000 at the moment. <laughs> Speechless. So yeah. Yeah, well, it's all thanks to your good idea. So thank you. Thank you. You should, you <laughs> should, really, you, buddy. You should be getting like free eggs and hay and stuff for the, <laughs> like the rest of your life. If you ever need eggs, you should be like, I'm Jack, I'm the dude. So like, yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> there you go. And thank you to all of Brisbane for getting involved as well. If it wasn't for you guys, we should have a final tally hopefully around Friday. Um, so yeah. thank you to everyone. And if you were involved and you're like, wait a minute, what was the steps for uh, donating the money as well? Just hit 105.com.au. Once you register, there'll be a link with all the details about how you donate. Good on you, Jack. Off to school now. We're going to let you go. Thanks for coming in, buddy. Yeah. Bye. Good on you, bye. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. This has never happened to me before, and I think it's very good advice for guys that are in the dating world. And maybe you guys want to suggest what's equivalent for the females to do. Well, I think you're going to say maybe you guys want to take this on board and we'll say, we're married. Do you know something we don't know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, no. This is a great technique, I think, for people. Stav's a bit iffy about it. You thought it was strange. I was so excited. I called Stav after to tell him, and he was like, that's strange. I'm like, no, it's not. So on Friday... <laughs> that was the end of that after, discussion. <laughs> but another one of no, my guy friends said it was strange. I was like, really? Friday after the show, I went to go and meet a good friend of mine for lunch. 
So we went to go for lunch and I haven't met her new boyfriend and I feel like I know him through social media and stuff like that, but I haven't had an opportunity to meet him and I've wanted to. So it's a quite serious relationship? Yeah, 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 Yeah. very serious relationship. And I'm really happy for her, like honestly, like I just, she's so happy, so I am. And I, it's weird when you meet someone because you're like, you want to like them? You have to. You have to like them. And I'm always like, my friend's happy, I'm happy, but sometimes you still think they're a bit of a douche. Bit of a douche. She can do better. Yeah. But we met first and we ate and she's like, oh, I'm going to order for him. He's coming. And I was like, cool. Yeah, he's just finishing up at work. So she ordered a meal for him and then he rocked up with a bag, a little gift bag, and gave it to me. Ah, yeah. And I... One of those. Yeah, one of those. Stop it. I was so... I was like, that is so sweet. And it Uh wasn't like without reason. He brought me a bag of all baby stuff. Uh, He would have done it if you weren't pregnant as well. You are so cynical. Yeah. No. But I think this is the best though. Because I... He was such a nice guy and I really like him. And I, I now I go, if anything was to happen with them, I would have to say to her, well, you're being a bit of a cow. Why are you being mean to him? Because now I'm on his side and he's like won me over. And I just don't know why guys have never done it in the past. It just seems so basic, doesn't it? Is like you he, make a friend like you and then everything's great. Is he a counsellor in Ipswich? Because it sounds a lot like a bride. <laughs> did he, did he, put the, he put the bag on the floor and kicked it under with his foot and said, there you go. Why do you guys not like it? You just think it's so obvious. Not the first time you meet someone. Creepy. No, it's it weird. wasn't creepy. It's I wasn't. Weird. I was thought it was so nice. All my girlfriends thought it was so nice. Uh-huh. And I think this... Because you're all suckers! Yeah. I've embroidered it. Then why it. don't do it? If I... we're all suckers and it works, why not continue to do it? Nah. Oh, because you guys think it's a suck-up. It is. It's a and complete willing... suck-up. But who cares? What do you mean? Why would I care if it's a suck-up? But So do you know that it's a suck-up? Does it matter? He wants me to like him because he loves my friend and my friend loves him. But he doesn't care if what you're like at all. He just needs you to like him. Does it matter? Or the other thing is... They've had a pre-chat, yeah, and no. she said to him, no. "Look, she can be a real mole, <laughs> and she's hard to win over." So I'd normally, he's, I'd normally he's say double timed it, but no. she's pregnant. Uh, so. He's double timed yeah. it to win you All over. Right, how about this? Yeah. What about if a girl rocked up, right? Uh-huh. So let's just say you're just started dating a girl or whatever, and I yeah. and I rock up, yeah. and I say, "Hey, I'll buy you guys a round of drinks." Is that a suck up or is that a nice thing? Nah, that's at least that's more hidden. Like, and go, and, and what about if it. I go, hey, I managed to get some Bronco tickets from work. Did you want to go with your mates? No, but that's not what you do. No, no, no. I want to hear Maddie's response. Nah, that's weird. You wouldn't take them? I'm not saying I wouldn't take them. <laughs> I, I'm, I, a bribe is not okay. doesn't mean I wouldn't accept it. But it's not what they do, is it, Maddie? We know what women do. Yeah. Women do this. Hi, lovely to meet you. Come here for a sec. You seem really nice. I know that she really likes you. Mm. If you hurt her, we will all <laughs> kill you. We will hunt you down. We will find you and we I, will I kill you. I did the same to him. I was like, if you hurt her, oh, Prezi, thank you. Yeah, exactly. exactly. See, shiny things. He's just put on a bulletproof vest in the form of a present bag. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. <laughs> yes, it's going to be huge. That man there, Ashaki, is headlining tickets on sale today, midday. It will sell out. There's not a chance that it might sell out. It definitely will sell out. Buy him today or be sad. As simple as that. Ash London, she sat down with the man, Usher, who's headlining. Here's their chat. It's been too long, man. I gotta tell you, it's worth the wait. That's what we <laughs> like to hear. Now, when you're coming over just after your birthday, I'm wondering, like, I don't know, do we need to 
have some birthday celebrations. Round two when you get here. I think we should definitely be prepared with many a cakes, <laughs> uh, many a presents. Yes. And uh, it's, it's going to be a celebratory year for me. You know, I was really happy to, to connect on the level of this uh, R&B festival. A lot mm. of the people who were performing yeah. are old friends, and we hadn't seen each other in many, many years. Actually, I just saw Eve. So we talked about the show and talked about some of the things that we're probably going to do when we get there. Make some plans for an Aussie barbecue or something. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a good time. Do you and Lil John have to, like, practice, yeah? Or is it just one of those things where as soon as he hears the intro, he just appears and it's like slick as you were in the studio the first time because it's so deep in your psyche? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, it's always a unique and organic party every time that we're together. Like, we've had history, we've made history, and we have the opportunity to uh, to share it with an audience that's going to come to have a great time. He's going to make sure y'all understand what that crunk life is all about. <laughs> You are absolutely the best. That sounds amazing. <laughs> now, you just said you were talking to Luda. And I know yeah. Timbaland, I think it was like maybe a couple months ago, he tweeted a photo of you, Snoop, Diddy, Jermaine Dupree, and Ludacris all hanging out. Is this just like a regular Friday night in the Usher household that you guys are just getting together and, I don't know, doing yoga or, or, or playing Fortnite? Or what was going on? That sounds like quite the get-together. That sounds really funny for you to say that. We get together to do yoga. That, I mean, and by the way, it's not a bad theory because I would love to see Diddy and Luda and maybe Jermaine, you know, maybe even Bow Wow or any of the other people who are on the stage, Pharrell, to uh, to do yoga because I think that'd be cool. But we get together and we have game night. And what does game night look like? What kind of games are we talking? A bit of poker? We do a little scrabble. bit of everything, man. We play we play poker. We play spades. I don't know if you guys know about that over there. We play charades. Charades? Uh, you yeah, don't play charades. Up. Yeah. Apples and apples. Heads <laughs> up. I would pay all the money in the world to be a fly on the wall. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. Yeah, man. It's, it's a true game night and we kind of break off into different groups. And uh, sometimes it's the guys versus the girls. People bring their wives by. So good. Girlfriends by. We'll battle. <laughs> and sometimes it's just, you know, every man for himself. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know how to live, man. I am digging that. Hardcore. That yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about this Army Fridays Live 2018 set. you got eight okay. studio albums, nine compilation albums, eight EPs, 53 singles, and over 30 features on other hit tracks. Yeah. How do you then sit down and go, cool. How am I going to make one set of the good stuff for the people of Australia? How do, how do, where do you start? Well, in between now and the show, I have the opportunity to be social with all of my fans. And I pay very close attention to what my, um, my fans request. You know, so they'll hit me up on DM or they'll hit me on Instagram or on Twitter and they'll kind of make suggestions. Try not to state the obvious. You know, yeah. if, if you know that there are things that I'm going to naturally perform, like burn, like yeah, you know, don't mention that stuff. Mention the ones that are very special to you because there's been some really, really cool songs. Talk to me if you want to uh, send me something and let me know what you like. Well, Usher's put the call out, guys. You know what to do. Yeah. Usher, can't wait. We can't wait to hear the projects. And before I let yeah. you go, I've got to ask one very important question. I mean, mm -hmm. last year, Neo had his birthday, so we organized him this vegan. I think it was a vegan red velvet cake because, you know, he's vegan. Okay. Uh, you need to put your cake request in because I'll make it happen, mate. You know what? I love uh, tasting the country's best. You know, bring it. It's called a pavlova. I'm going to tell you nothing, but it's the Australian specialty, and I guarantee you... Pavlova? Pavlova. We will make the pav happen. Pavlova. Make the pavlova happen. Yeah, and no. if you want to be real Aussie, it's just a pav.
Give me a pav. Me Give me a pav. Give me a pav. Usher, you are the best. We cannot wait to see you at Army Fridays Live 2018. Stay safe. Take care of yourself, and we cannot wait to see your yeah, set, Yeah, man, maybe. you guys, make sure you don't miss it. It's going to be crazy. Got my friends coming, Salt and Pepper, T-Pain, Eve, to, uh, Trey Songz. He came with me the last time yeah, I was here. Yeah, so on OMG, back as well. I remember. And my special guest, Lil John. So you guys, come on out, get your tickets, and I'll see you there. Yeah, man. All right, Usher, sounds good, man. I'm going to play charades with him. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you're going to play charades? No, he just said he loves charades. Yeah. Yes. I'm wicked at charades. Are you wicked at charades? Yeah. People right. who say they're good at it are never good at it. Come on, let's play. I'm really good. All right. <laughs> Two words. All yeah. right. <laughs> I know it. I know it. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just want to start with... <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Love you. Love uh, you. Well, there you go. Uh, R&B Fridays Live 2018. Usher, Salt and Pepper, Brisbane Showgrounds. They go on sale. The tickets, that is, midday... Today, stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Open your mind for this, and also your arms. I have a way that we can make some extra money. Eighty dollars an hour. You know, I'm always uh-huh. in the market for some extra spondulli. There is a mother of three in the Gold Coast that started up a new business, uh-huh. and I, I love it. She is a professional cuddler. She, Hang on, are, you, are you saying that in a nice because uh, 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 of the uh, nope. you know kids in the car? Nope, slot. nope, 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 nope. She cuddles. She doesn't do anything else. She used to be a massage uh, therapist, and then she started working as a holistic counselor. And she realised that, that sort of before she was leaving people, she would end up hugging them, and the hug was the most important thing. So yeah. then she did a lot of research into it and worked out that it's actually a profession. She did an online course because obviously that's you mean really... an online course. She did an hugging. online course. Yeah. Well, don't get mad at me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> she started looking into it and she said it's tangible health benefits ranging from reduced blood pressure, eases stress, and you get the happy hormone serotonin. So her and her partner start up this business and it's called The Connection Cure. Yeah, and- but you get a lot of people would... would- don't. Come along and think. It's like, you know, you see a massage parlor just yeah. to says, learn. Yeah. You know, people would think, I know what they're advertising, but I know what they do. She's not open at weird hours and she doesn't have a rear access for your uh, oh, well, they, they're, def- they're definitely not doing that if there's no rear access. <laughs> Can you That's- be big spoon? <laughs> no, no, no. You No, no, no. It's not on the ground. Like, you're not laying down. Oh. Strictly standing cuddles. I think so. But For an hour? You're going to stand there for an hour, being cuddled? That's awkward. Not for that's, everyone. That's a whole. I don't think it's the whole time, but I guess what you just do you do talk. In between? Oh. And she said that when she opened it, she expected, as you would imagine, to be middle-aged men. Uh-huh. That's what she thought. Yeah. And she's a very attractive girl. Uh-huh. She's got nice, like, like because I always say I give good cuddles because I've got the bosom. You know what I mean? She's it's very yeah. nurturing. It's nurturing. Yeah. And I love a hug. God, I love a hug. I'll hug people all the time. Strangers. Yeah, I yeah. don't charge them. And you she, look at that money you're wasting. Yeah, she said that she was expecting it. She said, but often it's women. Uh. She said she's getting a lot of women age 18 to 85 who are disabled and feel like they haven't been touched for so oh. long. Oh, yeah. And she also said people with mental um, illness uh-huh. and also just elderly people are so lonely they can't remember the last time someone touched them. It does disappear, especially out of relationships. <laughs> I think hugging disappears pretty quickly. <laughs> What, you, what are you laughing at? Just how devastated Abby was with that. Think about oh, it. It is sad if no, people stop hugging. This think is from the woman who not an hour and a half ago said that she hasn't called her nan in a year and a half because she gets on a guilt trip every time yeah. she goes. If I hugged her, it'd be fine. But do you think about someone who hasn't been touched for years? That is very sad. It is sad. Well, you, 13, 10, 16, that if you is, haven't been touched. If you haven't been touched. Some people don't want to be touched. 
and I respect that. No, actually, I don't respect that. There's one of my friends that doesn't like hugs. Oh, you wore me down. Yeah, I, I, I took about 15 years to get to her, yeah. Yeah. and now she hugs me. Yeah, you got And me. I can feel the coldness, but I don't care. <laughs> took you eight to get me, but right. you, you did. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Would you do it? They may, might need a male equivalent. Nah, it's weird if a dude does it. Why? Come on in and I'll, and I'll hug you. Yeah, no, hug. no You'd one wants it. have to be very disciplined. Yeah. What? Yeah. Well, how is she not disciplined? Well, it's a bit more obvious when it happens oh, okay. to us. All right. uh, if an elderly woman comes in, I think I'll be fine. I don't think I'm, I'm I will pretty, be. I'm pretty confident there. <laughs> I'm very confident so in that. Yeah. It's so ageist. Yes, I am. I am very aged. It's great. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. As we look back and reflect on the show. Father's Day is coming up. Yes. I decided to do a little bit of a surprise for my husband. He's been wanting a surfboard, a new one, for about five years. Uh-huh. But we got the boys to sit down and think about what they wanted. They've saved up money to be able to contribute. Our youngest one didn't think he'd served another surfboard. He said he had too many. So he didn't want to contribute. I went, drove down to the Gold Coast to get it on the weekend as a bit of a surprise. You said surprise twice as you <laughs> reveal everything about this as a surprise. That's I came point. back after the whole thing that I went through to lie about where I was. Oh, that's right. We were meant we to were pretend we were all working. Yes. Yeah. And my youngest said to my husband, Mum just went and bought you a surfboard. She said she was at work and I didn't want to put in money. Wow. Thanks. <laughs> but no thanks. At least you'd have to wrap it. <laughs> no, I know. I was like, it's in the car. Go and get it out. <laughs> oh. Oops. Mm, Brutal. Yeah. Uh, corrective text. It is handy uh, because sometimes if I don't know how to spell something, you can go yes. in and just double check it. Yeah. But because you're texting, sometimes you use your own words when you're talking <laughs> to specific people. Yeah. Huh? And um, when I'm trying to write dranks in a text message. What does dranks mean? Get some drinks. Get some drinks. Have some drinks. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it keeps correcting to Franks. <laughs> Get some Franks. How many times do I have to rewrite it until the iPhone realises? Mm. If I wanted Franks, I wouldn't have written Dranks eight times. At some point, the iPhone's got to go, okay, there's a loser texting here. Yes. I'll just give up on them. Big night. Going to get me some Franks. Yeah. Get some Franks to me. Franks. Still... I get yeah. Marty all the time. Hey, Marty. Hey, Marty. Who's get... writing ducking? Why does that no, one always come out? I get no one writes ducking. I get aunt. I have not talked to my aunt in like <laughs> 10 years. You can open my phone with my face and my finger, yet you can't write dranks. Because you've had too many franks. So to Apple, thanks. But no thanks. Thanks. Franks. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> franks, but no franks. <laughs> dranks, but no dranks. Oh, jeepers. Windy yesterday. Mm. Hectic, wasn't it? Guys. Yes, it was. It was. Guys, it was windy. Very like windy. It was howling a gale. I think we all know what it was. The echo winds. The echo winds, which I said at the start of the echo, every echo, echo winds. Here they come. You guys didn't believe me. The whole way through, even though it was windy all last week, did not believe me. Yes, they turned it up a notch. So... Well, you said it started before the Ecker, and it didn't. It came on the last day of the the Ecker. But on Saturday when we were there, was it windy? Yeah. No, it wasn't. Up higher it was. (laughs) (laughs) We we went on the Ferris wheel, blowing a gale up there. So, there's your opportunity. What? That time of year, I'm sure there is. I bet that that Ecker wins. What about today? Residual. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's you're following right, the mouth. Stab, you're always right. I'll take it. <laughs> Stab, Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Uh, that's our podcast. Thank you to everyone who has downloaded it. We appreciate you. We love you. Have a great day. Bye. Goodbye. Stab, Abby and Matt. Stab, Abby and Matt. Hit 105. Nando's, the home of Perry Perry Chicken.